The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymore, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, Do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. Blessed Paula of Cerioli. father's the one who wishes it, Constance, not I. He knows the man much better. I've scarcely met him. The few times he's come to our home, well, you talked to him more than I did. Frankly, I found it hard to carry on a conversation with him. Perhaps he didn't like me. Oh, no, Mother, I'm sure he... Well, he didn't behave as though he liked me, and that may be why I found it so difficult. And, of course, he isn't very attractive to look at, is he? Catano? He's not a handsome man, Mother, no. I know that shouldn't matter, but... It doesn't matter. Well, I'm glad of that, at least. But, oh, my darling, he's 60 years old, so much older than you. Well, it's your father's idea, really. And you, Mother? How do you feel about it? Oh, my dearest girl, I want you to be happy. But I am happy. I mean really happy. With a husband and a home and children... The nuns of the visitation have always seemed to me to be the happiest women I've ever known. Oh, wonderful women. I'm so glad we sent you to them to be educated. Wonderful women, but... I didn't say wonderful. I said happy. But they are wonderful women. If you ask them if they were wonderful, Mother, they'd laugh at you. But if you ask them if they're happy, they would agree with you. It's, It's a different point of view. Constance, you don't want to be a nun, do you? I've thought about it. Oh, no, I couldn't bear that. No, you you must have a home, a husband, children. Oh, no. If you were to become a nun... I might find God. Oh, but you can find God in other ways. You don't have to enter a cloister. Visitation nuns aren't cloistered, Mother. They go out into the world. They, They travel all over the countryside. They know this part of Italy better than any of us. 
They know the peasants, the, the poorest of them, and their happiness is in helping them. Darling, if you want to help people as much as the nuns do, then, well, this might not be such a poor marriage for you. Gaetano was a very rich man. Oh, Mother, it's not just the money the poor peasants need. It's to know how blessed they are, how valuable they are to us and to everyone, to all of Italy and to God. Still, a little money doesn't hurt, and a lot can help. Say, Mother, Gaetano's money would help Father, too. Isn't that part of it? Your father is Don Francis Cirioli. And I am the Countess Corniani. Do you think we would stoop? Not stoop, Mother, but bend a little in the direction of a very rich man who wanted to marry one of your daughters? Even a Countess might so be inclined, don't you think? Oh, Constance, you're too much for me. Don't blame me, my darling. I'm not blaming you. I've raised 16 children, Constance. 16 children to find careers for the sons, to marry off the daughters. You don't think that's been easy, do you? Because if you do, let me tell you right now, it hasn't been. Not easy at all, but we've done it. Yes, you've done it. Except for the 16th child. Mm, that's right. And that child, not too pretty, not too gay or sparkling or brilliant. No, that's not true. Don't talk that way about yourself, Constance. And a little deformed besides. You are not deformed. Now, now, don't talk that way. You have a slight spinal curvature, and that's all. You do not have a deformity. All right, Mother, all right. Well, it's hardly noticeable. All right, Mother. Constance, if you don't want this man, if you want to wait, you may wait. All right, Mother. Until someone else... Oh, Holy Mother, what if there never is anyone else? Would that be so dreadful? Dreadful? It would be awful. No husband, no home, no children. No children. You do want children, Constance, don't you? Tell me you want children. Oh, of course I want children. Well, then... Gaetano is a good man. Oh, I've never heard a word against him. Not a word. He would be kind. Oh, Constance, darling, yes, I know he would. It means a lot to you, doesn't it, Mother? That I should marry Gaetano. Well, I... I confess it, Constance. I... I confess it means a great deal to me. That's all right, Mother. Tell Father... Tell him I'm willing to marry Gaetano. Oh, Constance, my dear. Now, Mother, would, would you let me be by myself for a little while? Of course, darling. I'll tell your father right away. He'll be so pleased I can hardly wait. Dear Father in heaven... Are you pleased? Have I heard thy voice and answered it? That is my desire. I know you can see into my heart. Help me, Lord, to know yours. Help me to be a good wife. Direct my steps. Let me be a loving mother. As you love us all, let me love also. Thank you.
Alfred Tano, do not cry so bitterly. Our first, our child, our first child. Oh, yes, my dear. So little time. We had him with us for such a little time. I know, I know. Oh, it's, it's shameful for, for a man to cry like that in front of his wife. Where else should a man cry except in front of his wife? No, I should be comforting you. Oh, but you do comfort me. Oh, no, I'm an old man. And I should be ashamed. Oh, you are my husband, and I love you. I love you, Constance. No one has such a wife as I have. No one. Uh, <coughs> Constance, your, your mother is waiting downstairs to see you. Shall I tell her to come up? Ask her to wait just a moment or two, and then I'll be happy to see her. I'll tell her. Dear God, help me to hold a child in my arms for a few short days, and now to take him from me. Help me, oh, oh my God, to bear the pain, the loneliness. Constance, Constance, may I come in? Mother, of course, come in. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm better, much better. Gaetano says you've been bearing up wonderfully well. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm doing very well. Well, I didn't know that you would want visitors. Canon Velsecchi has been here. Constance, my child, tell me, what can I do for you? I know, I know that there's so little, but I would like to do something to help. It would help me, if you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Let me see. I know. Let us go for a drive into the country, shall we? Would you like that? Oh, yes, I would. I'd like that very much. I'll have the carriage brought round. the countryside in August, especially the countryside of Lombardy. Oh, the fig trees. Look at the fig trees. Stop the carriage a moment, Donio. Oh. oh, the air. To be out in the country. Oh, what a lovely fragrance. Oh, I'm so glad you're enjoying it. Oh, what are they doing over there, those children? Oh, they're picking tomatoes. Oh, yes, yes. It's almost the end of the season, you see, and they must get them to market. I see. My, what a lot you know about all this. Some have already fallen to the ground, some of the tomatoes, I mean. They'll keep those for themselves, and all the rest go on to the market. Oh, Constance. Because the ones in the ground, you see, they're bruised. They can't sell those. But the mother will, will make... Oh, Constance. Oh, my dear. We should never have come. Yes, we should have come. God is not going to let me drown my own grief. I knew he wouldn't. I knew he would not let me lie down in sorrow. He brought me to the countryside where I could see how others live, how they struggle to live, as I shall struggle and as I shall live, and I shall have another child. God will not abandon me, and I shall have another child. Mm -hmm. 
darling. Oh, my darling Constance, what can I say? You were going to call the little girl Francesca, Mother, for you. Oh, dear God. How can life be so cruel? I don't know, Mother. Perhaps God is trying to teach us that we must be kind. Perhaps that's it. I don't know. Constance, would you like to come home with me for a few days? I... I could look after you. Leave Gartano. Oh, no, he needs me here, Mother. But what about you, my dear? You need your mother. Gartano needs me, and I'll stay here. To lose two children in, in two years. No woman should be asked to bear such a thing alone. But I'm not alone. Gartano? Why, he's in worse state than you are. He should be worrying about you, not you about him. Well, one would think that he was 21 and you were 62, not the oh, other one. Please, Mother. Well, you should not be alone. But I am not alone. Louisa Corti's coming by this afternoon. Oh, that's good. She's a good friend. Louisa's a good friend, but... We're going for a drive in the country. You're going out? It's planting time and all the farmers will be out in the fields sowing seeds. I want to see them. And the children will be helping them. Well, if you don't want to come home with me... No, Mother. Then I'll leave you, dear. I'll come by tomorrow. Yes, Mother. Till tomorrow, then. Oh, my God. How can I bear it? How can I live with no child of my own? Am I to have nothing here on Earth? Is everything to be given to me only to be taken away? Oh, speak to me, my God. Speak to me. He said it. He said his own name. He did. He did. I heard it. <laughs> say, Charles, darling. Charles. Can you say that? Oh, what a beautiful grandson I have, Constance. Yes, he is, isn't he? Oh, my darling. Say, Charles, for your grandmother, darling. Oh, mother, he hasn't even learned to say mama yet. Or papa, how can he? But I heard him. And so did I. Mm. He said, Charles. <laughs> Didn't he? Well, something very like it, anyway. Uh, Constance, Constance, are you cold, my dear? Cold? How could I be cold with all this love and joy around me? Well, if you are, we'll all go inside. Oh, huh? no, 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 it's a beautiful day. I'll tell you what we should do. We should go for a drive in the country. Go for a drive? Oh, that's Constance's answer to everything. No matter what, go for a drive in the country. The country, the country. Always the country. It's harvest time. We could watch. Now, I have a surprise for all of you. Mm -hmm. Guess what it is. Oh, Gitano. Something for Charles. In a way. What? What? What is it? You know the villa where the De Rosas used to live? Come on, Tate. At Seriate? Yes, that's the place I mean. I bought it. Gartano, you're joking. No, no, I'm not joking. You love the country so much. Oh, Camonte, Camonte is a mansion. Why, it must have 
Why, 30 rooms at least. 40. And acres oh. and acres of land. 1,600. 1,600 acres and 40 rooms yes. for you and Charles and me. <laughs> there may be others. Uh, Who knows? Oh, Dad, no, you're too generous. <laughs> when you tell me you love the country, Constance, I want to buy it for you. I never said I wanted to own it, only to love it. And the people who live there. Well, now you can love it and its people and own part of it, too. Thank you, Gaetano. Now, shall we all go for a drive in the country and see the people? Come on, Charles. Mother, come, Gaetano. We're going to the country. Esperanza, how can I thank you for your visit? I know how heavy the duties of a bishop must be. Canon Valsecchi told me of your awesome laws, the many trials before that. To make the long trip from Bergamo, I'm so grateful to you. It's not too long a trip, provided I can be of help. What can I do for you? What does one do when one loses a son? A bright, beautiful boy, just turned 16. What does one do? One prays to God. Do you imagine I've not done that? Of course you have. But he seems to have forgotten me. He has not forgotten you. You know that. If I could enter a convent, perhaps I could come closer to him. Would you like to do that? He's my husband to think of. Gaetano is 80 years old now. The death of our son has affected him more deeply than I can describe. You see, he needs me. I'm all that he has. I'm glad you feel that beautiful place. With all the land, it, it was to go to Charles, of course. And now... Wouldn't he like to sell Comonte? You'd have no trouble finding a buyer. Yes, I should like that. But you know, something holds me back. I, I don't know what. But there's been so much happiness here for 16 years. So much love and labor has gone into it. I can't bring myself to turn it over to strangers. But if it haunts you with memories of your son... I would be haunted by those memories wherever we went. So would Gaetano. So we stay on here. Will you call on me again whenever you think I can be of help? Any help at all? Thank you, Monsignore. Of course I will. You have friends you can call upon nearby? Yes, my closest friend, Louisa Corti. She's my helper and my strong right arm. With your permission, I shall call on her while I'm in Seriati. Have a talk with her. Perhaps she and I together can think of ways to help you. Oh, of course, she would be most happy to receive a visit from you. But I know, as you know, Monsignore, my true help must come from God. <laughs> I thought the children were enchanting. Wherever did you find them? On one of my trips to the country. Where else should I find them? Ah, your trips to the country. <laughs> They'd been orphaned a month before. The neighbors were taking care of them the best way they could, which wasn't very well. They had so little themselves. 
So I brought them here. What a marvelous idea. Yes. Yes, it came from God. After Gaetano died, I, I had nothing. Even the two years before that, since the death of Charles, God had hardly spoken to me. I prayed all the time, but I, I could not hear his voice. Then that day in the country, the children were picking green peppers, I remember. There was a whole field of them. You know how pretty the pepper bushes are when they're heavy with the bright green fruit. And I got out of the carriage and crossed the field to talk to them. And little by little, I learned their story. Oh, how happy they seemed. Archimonte was made for children. You were very wise not to sell it. Archimonte needs more children, and I intend to fill it with children. Oh, Mother, will you help me? What do you plan to do? I want to take in all the orphans of the peasants that Comonte will hold. Boys and girls both. Then we will farm Comonte, all of us. Yes, I shall work in the fields too. I'm not so old that I can't work alongside them. Oh, Constance, you're still young. Why, why you're only 41. You could marry again. No. No, I do not wish to marry again. I wish to devote the rest of my life to these orphan children. I want them to grow up tending the land, feeding it, loving it, and watching it in turn feed them and love them. I want them to know that they are doing the most beautiful work and living the most beautiful life that God has given to mankind. Oh, Constance. To look for God's sun, to wait for God's rain, to plow God's soil, to plant his seeds, to watch the miracle of birth and growth day by day, month by month, and year by year. Oh, Mother, will you help me? Oh, you know I will. We shall have to find others. We can't do it alone. We will find them, Constance. No, not Constance. That name belongs to the past. When I take my religious vows, I shall take the name... Paula Elizabeth. What a remarkable woman your daughter was, Contessa. Ah, Monsignore, if you had known her as long as I, she was remarkable from the very first. Everything she did, everything she was, came from God's voice, God's instruction, God's will, I think. I shall never forget this particular Christmas Eve. Oh, if... Only she could have lived to spend tomorrow with all the children. Yeah, we must not complain. No, no. She herself would have surrendered willingly, gladly, to whatever God planned for her. Let us think instead of what she left behind her. This beautiful place, filled with children, growing up in health and goodness, and learning the love of God through each day's labor. Yes. Oh, Monsignore, I am so happy that God let her live to found the brothers' congregation. They are taking charge of the orphanage at the Villa Campagna, you know. That's where the boys are, are taught farming, is it not? Yes. Oh, and not just farming, Monsignore. 
but the dignity and the joy and the blessedness of farming. So our time notice was taken of the peasantry in Italy. Tell me, would you like to see the orphanage at the Villa Campagna, Monsignore? Oh, very much, Contessa. I should like that very much. It is near Soncino, not too far away. Perhaps after Christmas or after the New Year, one day... Yes, yes. One day we could take a drive over there. <laughs> you and I. <laughs> oh, Monsignore. <laughs> Have I said something amusing? I'm quite serious. No, no, no. Of course you are serious. And so am I. But all of my constant... Sister Paula's life, no matter how stricken she was, no matter how hopeless everything seemed, no matter how far away God seemed, no matter how hard it was to hear his voice, that was always her first thought, to take a drive into the countryside mm -hmm. and watch the peasants at work. And now you... Perhaps I too will hear the voice of God more clearly in the countryside, as she did. Oh, Monsignore, God is speaking to us always, is he not? Always, Contessa, always. If only we can be quiet, quiet inside ourselves, and listen. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony Shrine Graymore. Attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need. Please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement Graymore. Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. 
And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen. <laughs>